welcome to Herspiration Happy Hour, Season 3, Episode 14. This Woo! is your apologetic diva, Dr. G. And this is uh, Louisa Harrell Radio Red. And guess what we're drinking today? And we also missing our, our girlfriend therapist, but that's okay. I know our girlfriend therapist is working. You know, we are all very hardworking women. And so she's working today. So she's not able to join us on the podcast, but that's okay. We miss you. And, you know, next time we're going to have you back. <laughs> we're looking forward to having you <laughs> with us because her opinion also very much. It really does. It really all does. Right, so what are we so drinking today? We're drinking up Light Up My Path. And that has uh, tequila, orange, and pineapple juice, and grenadine. And you serve this over ice and garnish with uh, orange slice and a cherry. And the mocktail is called the Beacon. And that's ginger ale, orange, and pineapple juice. Um, and you can serve that over ice with orange and pineapple slices and cherries. Nice. You know, I like both of them. I really do. I like them both. And I'm going to sip on my wine over here today. <laughs> it's been a long day, but, you know, I'm, I'm got back from Alabama on Sunday. And I tell you what, that I felt like that was the longest 10 and a half hour drive back. Ever. Uh, oh, you I drove. I drove. I drove with two kids, a three-year-old and a seven-year-old. Going was amazing. It was super easy. It, I didn't have no issues. Nobody had to go to the bathroom a lot. Coming back, I don't know. I don't know what it was. The three-year-old was It's like, usually the other way around, right? I know. Was not that way. I think we were all kind of somewhat dreading, you know, they saw okay. last day and, you know, with, with the, all the pools being closed, they had an opportunity to spend oh. every water because my mom has okay. a pool at her house. So it was an amazing view because she has a pond right behind her house and then she has a pool. So oh. yeah, I got out there and I could sit and have coffee or just really being able to hang out with my mom. Right. Uh, but that's been my time. But I will tell you what, I learned something about myself while I okay. <laughs> I, I I feel like I might have ADHD or something, or I'm a superwoman. Call it what you want, but really. So my mom even said I was I impressed her because I had two kids who were in school. The three year old is in school, so. It was doing schoolwork with her. And of course, she's sitting right next to me. She doesn't have headphones on like the seven-year-old William. So I'm she's right next to me and I'm having I'm working full time, my eight-hour day, and then I'm taking care of her on the side as well. But I'm making three meals a day, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, because mm -hmm. I'm taking but not only am I making them stuff, I have my nephew who's 26 that stays at my mom's. And then there, well, he's had his his apartment's in Atlanta, but he's been there since he hadn't had okay. school. And then my mom was working full time there. So I'm I'm cooking for everybody. So oh, wow. lunch, you know, during lunchtime, his lunch, I'm making everybody lunch. And my, I will open up the door, give my mom her her lunch, <laughs> just knocking on my nephew's door like, hey, do you, you want just here? Take, 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 take. Yeah, I'm making dinner and they were healthy, you know, healthy meals. And I was cooking. So I I learned about myself that, wow, I do a lot already. Mm hmm. I can do more. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad mm -hmm. thing, but I can do more. I'm still, I was still blog writing. I was writing in my book. I was still doing media, you know, still oh, okay. nothing stopped, you know, nothing stopped. And I survived and I relaxed. 
I, yeah. I've never slept so horribly in my life, though. The road <laughs> who I had feet in my ribs and my back. Oh my god! And I was like, "Yo, this is <laughs> this is crazy." <laughs> so yeah, so but I found out how resilient I really am, and I commend moms who are at home working full time and yeah. having to become teachers. Yeah, it's a lot. So hats off, you know. So that would be my WCW for this for this podcast. Is like yeah, out here doing the most. <laughs> yeah, really. We're just having to really. take on teacher. So yeah, that's my that's my spill that led in you know that led into that uh, our WCW. WCW, <laughs> and that's a lot of them. Um, mine is actually um, was it. A couple of weeks ago, they were doing the Google, I forgot what it's called, but they do a Google highlight mm-hmm. on a person. And I picked um, Jackie Orms. Okay. I had never heard of her. Um, she is uh, the first African-American cartoonist. Oh, nice. Yeah, that was really cool. Because I, I used to read the comics. I, I loved the comics growing up. And um, she created Torchy Brown. It was a comic strip and the Patty Joe and Ginger uh, panel. Okay. And her comics were displayed in the Chicago Defender and the Pittsburgh Courier between uh, 1937 and 1956. So that was just really, really cool to see that. And Google uh, um, featured her. Okay, that's awesome. That yeah. So, okay. So how, how's been homeschooling? How has homeschooling been going for you? You have five that you're homeschooling. So I have got to hear how, how you're. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. So my, laugh. <laughs> because I might be part crazy. That's why I laugh. Oh, <laughs> my oldest, he's, he's 17. So, you know, he's going to be 18. So I really don't have to um, do much with him. And he's actually, over his dad, so that kind of gives me a little, a little pinch of a, a break. But my other four, um, one is in middle school, one's in fifth, one's in second, and one is in kindergarten. And the first week, I really wanted to just throw everything out the window because you know the internet for some reason was working perfectly fine. But then as soon as Monday through Friday came that first week, stuff is going off and nobody can log in. And then we got to figure out the 5 million apps that each one of them have to log into outside of Zoom. And so the sec- last week was a little bit better, but it was still a little frustrating because then all the rain was cutting out the Internet. Yeah, and problems. Yeah, it was a lot of issues. And, you know, it wasn't just me, of course, but. Um, dealing with mommy, that name, my name was called, I think, more than it's ever been in 18 years of being a mother. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> These past three weeks. And I'm walking around here like somebody, please <laughs> give me the strip. But then I just, you know, once I get, and then, of course, I'm cooking, too. And so um, then some, sometimes I'm like, look, y'all want to get a sandwich, okay? But then I'm like, I don't want them in my kitchen, so I'm going to make their stuff. And then I end up cooking, and then sometimes... um with my seven and my five-year-old, I have to, well, of course I got to be right there with the five-year-old, mm-hmm. but my seven-year-old, sometimes I had to be with him too. And I can't get up and pre-cook, you know, I can't get yeah. up before them and make their stuff. So it's like when they have that hour break, I'm cooking. And then by the time I sit down, they're eating 10 minutes later, it's back to class. And I'm like, wait, I'm not in school. 
<laughs> but outside of that, um, this is the third week and it's, you know, of course we're in the routine. I'm getting up earlier, earlier than what I was already getting up just to make sure, you know, I have to work, you know, fuss. So I get up, I, if their things haven't been fully charged, I charge, set up their tables, get their breakfast going. And then, um, Sometimes if we have time, you know, to get them in the shower, get them, just like they would go to school. I try to yeah. keep it in that routine. But um, I feel I feel pretty good this week. Okay. Okay. We had an issue yesterday with the internet. I'm like, are you serious? This is the third week. Like, oh, come on. That problem. I know that because um, William goes, to, they both go to school down in Washington, D.C. And so you got okay. all this Waterford and yeah other these apps outside of the classrooms i mean some of oh, them were crazy. messing up so bad you know it was crazy it was like he was getting frustrated he was yeah like, it's not working this is not working and i was like well because he, he first he was like the internet's not working and i'm like you're sitting right across from me i'm still working right right so, clearly your school you know your school system so sometimes texting mm-hmm. i do say i give it up to even the teachers who are homeschooling they are doing some remarkable jobs. I they really are to be able to sit and be a part of the classroom because you don't. Have yeah. To, uh, to be a part of the classroom, especially for the three-year-old, I mean, the way that they engage and it's just really, really great, really great. Uh, so it's so know. funny to hear them call the child. Hey, sit down, get focused, and I'm sitting there right? giggling like it's like they're eyes in the classroom. Here, eyes up here. And I'm like, wow. And then I had one William teacher was like, oh, I need to get on. I need to go text his mom or call his mom. I was like, oh, wow. yeah, they will. They and will. They're texting and calling parents and making sure that everybody stays engaged. And it, it was it's just remarkable to see. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. and I don't have, you know, well, I, I this is my first time having to deal with that. You yeah. know have school age kids. Well, I don't have kids at all like that biologically. But yeah, I but do. you're a PMA, so. I know. I'm such, I'm a great PMA too. So, you know, just having the kids for three weeks and yesterday was the first day I had not had them. And oh. I woke up feeling like something's missing. <laughs> and, you know, Lexi called me and she's like, if this girl calls me PMA one more time. <laughs> I was like. <laughs> That's I, funny. I, I'm telling you, I wanted to change my name. It was Oh, it was it was just a lot, but it was a it was a very beautiful, you know, just way to witness, you know, that just kids going back to school and then them even going through the pandemic and what it's really doing. Yeah. To them. I think that we need to commend our kids for just really with this transition with us too, just finding some level of normalcy. So, uh, yeah, know. and and this, how do you think? Because um, I'm not sure if the children will go back this year, maybe next year, you know, maybe next year, this school year, but the 2020, probably not. Mm. And I wonder how the children, especially younger children, cause they need that um, connection with the other students. I wonder how that's going to be for them. Well, with, with the zoom, you know, just yeah. able to see their other classmates and they're getting to know their other classmates. That's and, true. But I, I, I do say, I do agree that I think, it once you disconnect because they're not in school all day. Yeah. They, they have like pockets of school, 30 minutes here, 30 minutes there, 30 minutes there. It, it doesn't really get build the social skills that you need. Yeah, true. And you know, kids outside, it's hard because they're yeah. ask and some parents aren't allowing their kids to play with other kids because yeah, yeah, yeah. of COVID. 
so this is a real big transition for kids. I mean, yeah. we often talk about, you know, checking on your strong friends is one of the things I said today when I was on Fox five and um, just, you know, just putting things out there that yeah. how are our kids doing? Right. Right. Well, yeah. Because checking- this is really affecting them. It really is. You know, we don't, we don't think about that thing in the house and, William was really lucky because I don't do video games and I don't let him play on the computer all the time. I was like, go outside. He had such a great time outside. I mean, oh, he basically taught himself to swim. But before we oh. left, yeah, before we left, Wiley was um, comfortable enough to get in a pool by herself. And so oh, wow. pencil like raft type thing. And it was just beautiful just to see the kids outside so much playing outside mm. and, you know, in my mom's driveway. And they, I mean, we just really had a good time. I, I got so many. Great and, but I, I was really concerned because I mean, they don't get the social, the social life yeah. that like, they once had, you know, kids spent most of their time in school. And these are, yeah. social, you know, social building times. And so we need to start looking at how our kids are doing and maybe having, co- you know, COVID play dates where it's that's true. Environment. And, you know, I'm, you know, or maybe longer, you know, having Skype social building things like, you know, yeah. paint on Skype. Parents can get together. I mean, but just finding ways to connect kids. That's important. It's very important. I would say yeah. six- if you're going to do, you know, on Zoom, because right. oh, it's a whole nother subject. <laughs> but yeah. About, you know, that that's one of the main things I'm saying. Yeah. So I'm just, you know, I, I, you know, your kids got a lot of each other around. So you ain't got no good you know, gracious. I'm going to tell you um, hey. why, uh, <laughs> another reason why last week was really hard. My sisters came over here and they were here for four days. and. They have a total of five children. So you have had your four, and then it was their their five. So you had nine kids in your house. Mm-hmm. Wow. And and they all you know have to be in school except for the younger two. They they're um, two and three. So they, those two are not in school, but the other children were in school, and, and we're all rotating. I'm looking at them like, hey. Get up because when people come to my house, they feel like it's time to relax. I'm like, oh no, no, no! Everybody has school. Y'all get up from here now. I'll feed everybody, but I can't go from room to room to room with all the children. (laughs) It was about crazy in here. I was glad when Friday came. I'm like, y'all can go. Goodbye. I love y'all, but goodbye. (laughs) Lord have mercy. (laughs) We should have our guest coming on soon. And uh, what's some? What's what? Who is our guest today? Our guest is um, Sharonda Savoy. Mm -hmm. And um, she has a, um, it's like a platform, but it's it's called Culture Pearl. Mm -hmm. And so I found that quite interesting. Um, I was like, well, what what is that? Uh It was really cute because um, I, you know, put up her mission and her vision. So her mission is to supply women of God with scriptures and tools to support real life scenarios and challenges they feel they face every day. And her vision is to reach women of every culture so that they may show other women God's power and light. So that's almost everything that you speak to. Ooh. Thank you. That's a, some of it. So it's like very common with your, 
you know, with what you're doing with your poetry a lot, you know. Oh, with the blue thing. Mm -hmm. With the blue feet. You know, it's all about connecting women and healing. And this is like going to be a really great conversation between you you two. Yeah. Uh, And and that's kind of why the the drinks were named that way. Because I was like, oh, okay. She's going to be coming on really soon and joining us. We'll have the pleasure of talking with her. Uh, But, you know, let's, let's have a conversation about healing. And, you know, because... What does that really mean? You know, especially for the Blue Phoenix Heels, what does, when you think of the term healing, what does that really mean? Freedom. Oh. To me, to me, that oh. means freedom. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Um, the reason why I say that is because when we're going through life and we don't realize that we are actually, even if it's not traumatic, we're putting stuff on our back. We're adding things to our spirit, to our bag, you know, we're becoming bag ladies or bag men. And um, we don't realize what the people we encounter or our experiences or just how we feel within ourselves dictate our character, um, alters sometimes our emotions and and sometimes our way of thinking. And so why I started pressing toward healing, it actually started with my my journey to separation from separation to divorce. Um, let's see, this was 2016. And I, you know, of course, came to him and said, look, I want to separate. At that time, I did not want divorce. I just wanted to figure out what was going on with us, why we couldn't get it together, why we couldn't figure it out. And it came to a place where I stopped pointing fingers at him and started looking at me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, well, you guys have been together all these years. You have a part in this relationship. What is going on with you? And when I started looking at myself and I started actually that mirror and started to see the ugly that was there, not necessarily physically, but within the spiritual ugly, the emotional ugly. And I said, oh, we got to get it together because you're not all the way right. And I'm going to tell you, that journey is not a pretty one. It is not, especially if you really take the time and unload all that nonsense and all that craziness. It is very ugly. <laughs> it hurts. And, but the thing about it is, if you really look at yourself and see and be honest with yourself, because sometimes we're not honest. Mm-hmm. We're not honest. And if you're really honest with yourself, if you really take the time to see what it is that's wrong with you and you allow, you open it up, uh, Pandora's box rather. Yeah. And you allow everything to come out and you deal with it as it comes, you begin to feel lighter. Your happiness is real because it's from within the from within yourself. Um, you become everything's just clear, clear void. Everything happens the way it's supposed to be, and you become a new person because you cannot remain the same way you were before. Yeah, and so that's why healing to me means freedom from the baggage and the pain and the hurt that you were carrying all along, and you can move forward. And be better. You can be better. You can show better. You can live better. You can just be a whole new, better, a whole person. Mm-hmm. You live in wholeness. So, oh, I love that. I absolutely mm-hmm. love that. No, trust me. I know what suffering I know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I know what suffering and introspection gives uh, in terms of healing and that freedom. Yeah. But- 
for some reason, I don't know why I never associated, you know, healing with freedom, but you really do. You, you, it's a sense of, Mm -hmm. it's a sense of awareness. It's that, and I guess that's that freedom that you get that you, you feel free. You're not burdened by weighing you down. It's like you peeling back all of these layers and layers and layers of, you know, untruths about yourself. Yeah. Yes. Every layer is like, you know what? I'm peeling off this, this next layer. And what does it look like? Could smell like an onion. It could be. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And, you know, but then the other part is when you start adding back layers. Yeah. You're adding back those layers that you didn't have before. It's it's kind of like, it's kind of, it's kind of like you're stitching. Because a lot of the stuff that we have there has been festering for so long that uh, I'll say the wounds could not properly heal. So even though the scars are there, they have been debrided and they have been cleaned and they can heal over. So your scars are more so uh, like a path, like a, a, a map of some sort, you know, and you can look at it and smile and say, you know what? I went through that, but I came out pretty good, you know? Yeah. But you know something about scars too? That would be really over time, they fade. They do. They do. And, and so, you know, you stop looking at the ugly and, and start really witnessing. It's like, oh, I don't remember going through that. Yeah. Because it literally fades. There's parts of my life that were, you know, might have been traumatic things, things that I, when I was writing my book that came to, and I was like, wow, I didn't realize I was still holding on to these things, maybe not in fact, mm-hmm. but. It was affecting my judgment. Okay. Yeah. And it was a scar that was there, but you know, it's like, oh, you know, out of sight, out of mind. And we bury, mm-hmm. you know, we are good at burying things. Yeah. That's why sometimes, and, like and you said, the way you responded or reacted, you didn't know why you did it. Correct. Because you you tend to put things on the back burner and you just don't want to remember things. Yeah. Remembering things actually call it gives you room to heal. It gives you room to be aware of how it's yeah. affecting the decisions that you make, the way that you behave, what you're seeking. Mm-hmm. So for me, I, I agree with you with when, when I was unpacking yeah. my <laughs> um, let that box open up, Pandora's I, box is I, I, I broke the door off of Pandora's <laughs> door. and I had to deal with me. Yeah. But I also think that people think that it stops there. It really healing and introspection should be something that's regularly incorporated in your life. It's a daily thing. It is something daily that you should be doing, or if not even daily, but weekly. Mm -hmm. I'm really really good about, oh, here here she is right here. I'm really good about um, making sure that at the end of the week that I'm good. Okay. what was my week like? Because there's no such thing as bad days. You have bad moments. And I, I make sure that those moments don't overly consume anything. Yeah. And that's that's good, though. Our guest today on here is a magnificent woman. And mm-hmm. we had already been talking about, you know, the culture pearl because Louisa has her Blue Phoenix Heels. And I know your nonprofit talks about getting women together. Uh, so we have here Sharonda Savoy. Hey, how's it going? Hey, hi, ladies. How are you? 
Great. Great. How are you? Thank you. Oh, wonderful. All wonderful. Right. So, so first of all, Sharonda, tell everybody who's listening a little bit about yourself. Well, um, I was born and raised in Washington, D.C., and by trade, I am a network engineer slash project manager or whatever you want to call it. But basically, I have been um, in the church all my life and thought that I needed to do things for other people. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, that scripture, too much is given, much is required. Yes. (laughs) So that's who I basically am. I always try to help people as much as I can, support as much as I can. And if people need... um, a hand, I'm, I'm always here and always ready and available to help if I can. If okay. not, I try to reach out to people who know things that I don't know mm-hmm. to, to assist as well. Because, you know, this world consists of a lot of things and no one person knows them all. So that's why you have to surround yourself with people who know different things than you. Yeah, that's I how agree. you succeed in life. Oh, I definitely agree with that. So what made you start? you know, the Cultured Pearl nonprofit? So one day I was in church um, and I heard that the it was collection, it was offering time. And a lady sat next to me and she said, um, I don't know why they keep telling me to give 10%. I can barely pay my bills. If they gave some finance classes up in this thing, maybe I could give 10%. And I laughed and she said, what's so funny? I said, because I know there are a lot of people who think that same way. So I said to myself, okay, God, what are you telling me? So then we went on a women's retreat and just the sisterhood that the women built in the retreat and learning from each other, putting things out there that, you know, we experienced as women. And God was like, I'm giving you clue number two of what I want you to do. So I was like, okay, God. So then um, what finally made me break through and do it was that I got frustrated. And I said to myself, I'm always seeing Proverbs 31. I'm always seeing these scriptures that tell you how you're supposed to act and what you're supposed to do. Mm -hmm. But who's really out there showing us and putting it in layman's terms? Okay. Out there not saying, quoting and throwing scriptures at people. And my answer was nobody. And that's what you need to do. And that's what God was telling me all along is that he really wanted me to focus on the scripture part and just showing women how to live without even throwing a lot of scriptures at them. Just give them one basic scripture. And off that scripture, you can teach a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, So we had our first um, seminar, which was the woman God wants me to be. And he, God knows the plans that he has for you was the scripture. And I was like, okay, a lot of people are not, Versed in that scripture, but it rings true to everybody. They're always thinking, what, what is it that I'm supposed to do? So it's basically you sitting down, being still and being quiet, and then drawing out a plan after that. Well, how, okay. So um, in your plans, what, what, what did you plan on doing? Or did you have any idea which direction you would go? Or what was your process? So, no, I didn't have any um, direction of where I would go. It's just that, like, a lot of times when you start things, you know that God is telling you to start them, 
but you don't know exactly how you're going to get from point A to point B. So a lot of times, you know, I take a tablet around with me. So a lot of times I'm basically just thinking to myself and, you know, praying. And it's like in that moment of stillness or in that moment of quietness, it's like, aha. Okay, let me write that down real quick. So I'm writing it down. And then I'm going back and I'm praying and I'm asking God, you know, what is it that you want me to do? Just like this year in COVID, you know, I had plans to do a lot of um, seminars this year. Mm-hmm. The Masquerade Ball, which we were honoring Dr. Pamela Gurley for being mm-hmm. a wonderful culture girl. We're still going to do that. It's mm-hmm. just that these times of COVID and they're pushing everything off and back. It's like, how do you accomplish that? So we're still trying to figure out how to accomplish that. But we are trying to figure out, you know, how God wants you to direct it. And in this time of COVID, everybody was coming to me saying, please put on the finance seminar again. We really like the finance seminar. We really need to know how to fix our credit. This is the time. This is the moment. And and, and honestly, I'm saying, okay, yeah, this is the time. This is the moment people can sit at home, go on the Internet, you know, myannualcreditreport.com, print it out. But God was saying, no, just be still and I will direct you as to where you want to go. And so I'm like, okay, Uh, all right, God. So you telling me that I shouldn't do this when people need it. And he was like, no, that's not what they need. Most of all, people really need to clear their minds right now because with COVID coming out, so much going on and so much happening, you really need to focus and say, okay, COVID is here. I'm stuck in the house. What is it that I'm going to do? And then you get depressed because you're stuck in a house. You can't go out like you normally go out. Your kids are there. You are either teaching school for your, your the teachers because that's what parents are really doing right now, teaching school. Yeah. Or you are doing things that um, you don't normally do. Ordering Insta, Instacart. Who would have ever thought? <laughs> I go to the grocery store. I want to pick my food. I want to smell my food. So with that, mm-hmm. God was saying, you know what? You really need to focus people kind of clearing their mind Mm -hmm. and I'm going to give you you know what to do how to do it and I said okay God that's what I'll do so that is our next seminar coming up and just trying to put that together and focus and seeing the needs of what people need and Mm -hmm. then it's like God I got so much going on how do I focus and I direct my time to where you need me to go be still again he came and he said You'll get it done. Just trust me and focus on whatever I, I put in your path. Mm. Wow. So. That's that's all. That's real deep. <laughs> so what is so after COVID, what are your hopes for the culture pearl? So after COVID, I, re, I really wish we would return to having the in-person seminars and the in-person um, things. I mean, I've given, I have given out the scholarships and I'm in contact with both of the young ladies and I adore them. Um, we gave out two scholarships this year. And the thing that got me with them is they're so resilient. Mm-hmm. One young lady went to Temple okay, and they shut Temple down her first week there. Oh, okay. So she was kind of surprised and she was kind of hurt because she wanted to experience being on campus, being by herself, doing things. And I said, you know what? You just need to pray and be still. Maybe there's something there that God doesn't want you to come into contact with. So he's bringing you back home. The other young lady is in New York City. 
she's living life like she's a an independent grown woman. And I'm proud of her because she shows a lot of what she does. And, she, you know, her and I text each other. I text them like once a week to just check on them and see if they need anything. And she said she's just enjoying life, which I, you know, truly adore. Her Instagram account is just blowing up because she's just doing, they did a scavenger hunt uh, last week. And I looked and I thought it was just the cutest thing. They had on their mask and they were going around doing their scavenger hunt. <laughs> but it's important. Yeah, it's, a, it's important for people to still kind of live life. But mm. as far as Culture Pearl, I really want to um, expand more. Um, the exciting thing that I'm doing that's coming up as well is I'm partnering with another company or I say a, a, a nonprofit and they reach the people. Because we didn't go to um, do the masquerade ball, we today actually we we donated some of the meals to um, this 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 group called um, the Firehouse, and then we're oh, going wow. to um, donate to hospitals, and we're going to donate to medical offices, and then I'm going to feed the homeless with the rest of the meals. So, oh, okay, we're wow. still doing a lot of good things, even though COVID has shut us in. But my plans to, for the future is to actually have a woman's retreat free of charge and bring a bunch of group of women together who really need to be reached and taught um, just somewhere peaceful. And, you know, mm. just do like a mind cleansing thing, clean, you know, the mind cleansing thing, you know, talk and have sisterhood talk. And I'm actually in the process of changing my slogan, oh, which okay. you guys will be the first to hear. I haven't even told the board yet. <laughs> Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> well, then okay. Oh, well, this is where you you can be transparent. What yep. do you change? What what is enforcing that change? Um just the way things are going now. Just the different. Um you know, I was like, God, so the the slogan now is the um bringing women into God's light. Mm-hmm. And so, I was like, God, you know, with COVID going on, we can't really touch these women. What else should I say or what else should I do? Mm-hmm. So I came up with this slogan. You girls will be the first two to hear it. Okay. Us girls in the world. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Girls in the world. <laughs> girls in the world. Okay. But it's going to change to a sisterhood, a fellowship, friendship, love, and laughter. Oh, I love it. Oh, yes. So, you know, even though we do include um, men in our, um, like, there was funny, there was a guy who came to the finance seminar, and he was taking notes, and he was asking questions, and I was like, you know, if if men want to come to the seminars, because they're mm-hmm. not, like, centered, centered on women, they're just centered on life things, yeah. so if they want to come, they're more than welcome to come, but I want this to be a sisterhood so that, you know, once we bring somebody comes to one of the events and they feel like they need help, I'm going to help them. If they want to reach out and help somebody else, that's what mm-hmm. we want. Well, I think we want a sister. Include men. I mean, our mm-hmm. podcast is called Herspiration Happy Hour, and we've had both men and women on. I think it's important that men recognize that they give women value. And yeah. Their opinion really matters, but that also that men are friends with women. Yes. So when women need information, even though they're men, when they are they're on platforms like this or a part of Culture Pearl, they can yeah. provide that knowledge that they gain from us. 
right back to their friendships right mm-hmm. that's the value like you said earlier you you need to be around people that can grow you and inform you and men are are a part of you know women tribes yes so I, I do agree. I think there's such a value to have, you know, to be able to include men in, into sisterhoods. Yes. Because, you know, one, you know, the, the one saying is women are, we are our worst critics as women. Mm-hmm. And I said, no, that's, I want to take it to another or deeper level. Okay. We just want each other to be the best we can be. It's okay. not a critique. It's just uh, an encouragement. Negative Nellies will always be negative Nellies. <laughs> no matter where you live, no matter where you go, they will always be negative Nellies. So, you know, we just got to learn to block out the noise and embrace the joy. Yeah, that's true. You know, let me let me ask you a two part question. Sure. And and they don't kind of I love her. Where, fam. where? <laughs> 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 Where did Culture Pearl come from? The name. Where did you get your name from? Uh-huh. And uh, go ahead and answer that first. Okay. So here's a funny story. Because every time I tell it, like my husband would look at me side-eyed and laugh. But <laughs> you know how a pearl is developed. Mm-hmm. A pearl is put in very strenuous, well, an oyster is put in very strenuous circumstances. And in those circumstances, it forms this beautiful pearl. Culture pearl is like women are put in these extraordinary circumstances. And what makes us pearls is how we come out shining beautifully, no matter what we've gone through. So that's how I got the name Culture Pearl. All right. I love it. I love it. And I'm glad I waited to ask the second part of my question, because the second part of my question is, what type of pressure or or uh, closed-in spaces have you, as the grain of salt, had been dealing with during this COVID? So I had COVID. Oh. And I had it early on. I had um, I had it in February, but I did not know what it actually was. Because they were saying that you needed to have a fever, dry cough, those symptoms. So I didn't have any of those symptoms. Mm -hmm. And I remember turning, returning home from South Carolina. Well, before that, I was feeling a little under the weather, but my cousin's husband passed. And so when I heard that he passed and I was like, I got to go get to her as soon as I can. So I ran to her ignoring all my symptoms, came back home, and I was still feeling a little under the weather. And I don't think I had it. I'm not sure if I had it then or not. I don't think I had it because she got tested and she was negative. And she and I, you know, slept on the couch in her house together, watched on, on the couch watching TV, watching movies, just trying to do feel-good things for her. I came back home and my sinuses were worse. And I was like, what is this? And I was talking to my mom and my mom was like, you have COVID. And I was like, the devil is a liar. I don't have COVID. I'm just going through my regular sinus stuff in the wintertime. So then my my um migraine started coming on. And I was like, what is this? And then it was almost like, okay, 
you need to call your doctor and get some antibiotics for the sinus infection. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to do that. So then um, finally, I was like, you know what? Let me go get tested. So I called my doctor and I was explaining to her the symptoms I was having. Loss of smell, loss of taste, and loss of appetite, migraine headaches where I was in the dark for a couple of days. I couldn't see because my headaches were so bad. And then my signs were so bad. I was blowing green mucus. I was like, this is all terrible. So, of course, she told me to go get tested. Now, I have the bomb.com doctor. I'll tell anybody. I love her. Her name is Dr. (laughs) Teresa Stone. (laughs) I love her in Washington, D.C. I mean, I, when I say I love her, I love her. She called me. Well, I, always, I already had her personal cell phone, but she called, <laughs> she called me. Is that a bug flying around you? Yes, I don't, you know, tell you, this is what happens when you. <laughs> <laughs> use okay. some spirit, use some like peppermint or some eucalyptus. They'll go away. Okay, now I'm, I'm going to have to put that on my desk over here. Yeah, okay, so, so she called me on her cell phone, and she was like, I need you to go take the test. And I was like, yeah, this is so uncomfortable. And she was like, yeah, go take the test. So I went to take the test, and of course I wasn't feeling good that day. So after I took the test, I, I you know, I was like, I need holes because I can't breathe at night. Oh, man. And in the next day, because I took two, they they gave me two tests, one for overnight and one to send to a lab. The next day they called me, they said, Mr. Roy, you have COVID. I was like, what? Yeah, you have COVID. And I think just them saying it made it worse. (laughs) Because the next (laughs) night I was in the bed. You know it. Couldn't sleep. Yeah. Couldn't sleep. Headache so bad that that night I actually prayed and I said, God, if this is my time, I'm ready. Because I was in so much pain. I'll tell anybody, if you've never experienced a migraine headache, you don't know what I'm talking about. But if you've experienced a migraine headache and it was one that shut you completely down, that's the headache I had that night. I mean, I couldn't open my eyes. I couldn't lift my arms. My body just wasn't functioning at all. So I went to sleep. And of course, the next morning I woke up because God said, I got more for you to do, little girl. Get yourself together. (laughs) But my doctor would call and check on us and check on me and say, you know what? I need you to take some vitamin C. I need you to, you know, make sure you're eating healthy vegetables. Make sure you're not putting junk in your system because it will attack whatever is going on with you. And my Mm -hmm. sinus was probably the thing that was going on with me. Well, it was. And my migraines. So that's what it attacked. So, you know, Mm -hmm. during covid I learned to be still. Okay. And most people don't realize that's what God is saying. Be still. Let me figure out your life. Let me tell you the direction you need to be in. Let me tell you the direction you need to go. Because once you're still, it's a lot better. Wow. Girl, that's a lot. Well, thank you. Well, thank you, Dr. Teresa. Thank you. <laughs> Teresa's a pretty good. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, because she, and the one thing I love about her is that she's a firm believer in eating healthy and not taking all these medicines. Because once you take one, 
Mm-hmm. You gotta take more. Same reaction. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm very so she's a firm. Yep. She's a firm believer. And that's very hard to find a doctor like that. It is. It is. Most doctors want to. Yeah. Don't like, cause I mean, I'm asthmatic, so I'm very cautious when it comes to COVID because I know it, it attacks the respiratory. And Mm -hmm. the worst part is this time of year is the worst for me. Start to change it. There's always, I get bronchitis twice a year, almost always. It's, from spring, fall and spring. Yeah, yeah, fall and springtime. It's the yeah. worst, and so that's because things are changing in the atmosphere. Way more cautious. Um, yeah. So I'm just gonna. I'm. 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 I'm on a prayer. I do uh, black seed oil. I do sea moss. Oh, yeah. I make my own aloe water. Well, I do aloe. I take a shot of aloe. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> orange juice, aloe, aloe, orange juice, and grapeseed oil, and then sea moss, all in one little shot glass. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know what I do? Um, I make I get a, a, a measuring cup and I put water, apple cider vinegar, uh, lemon or lime juice, uh, cayenne pepper, mm-hmm. and cinnamon, mix it up and take it like a shot. Yeah, you know, cinnamon and she okay, so I'm gonna tell you guys this. And I know this is about culture pearl, but not Dr. Stone. But Dr. Stone has this class that talks about all the herbs and all the things that make you feel better right wow. in your kitchen. She talks about how cinnamon does a lot for you. Onions. Mm-hmm. She talks about flaxseed. She talks about cumin. She talks about a whole lot of stuff that can help you cure cure yourself of any ailment right in your kitchen and you just oh, need to eat it. Oh yeah. yeah. I'm all I'm all about that. I have I have my own garden out in the back and all of that stuff cuz I don't be playing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you know your culture pro is going to you know start talking about you know wellness for your body and healthy um stuff too. So we have a lot coming up um that we want to do even through COVID, it's just that we have to design it different. Yeah. yeah. I think that's the most important part. So Sharonda, tell everybody where they can find you, connect with Culture Pearl, connect with you if they want to be involved, you know, put some information out there about the Culture Pearl. So Culture Pearl's website address is www.culturepearl.org. And the Instagram is Culture Pearl Woman. Mm. And We don't have a Twitter as of yet, but we are working on that as well. But Instagram, and we do have a Facebook page, Culture Pearl. Um, I think it's Culture Pearl 777. Well, we have those three things that you can definitely follow us. And you can always find our events on Eventbrite. Um, Just search words. Um, You can search Culture Pearl. And like the upcoming event is called... um, (laughs) It's a, it's a, <laughs> I'm laughing because you know what the name of it is, but it's a, um, it's um, it's a, it's a um, mental cleansing, oh, okay. seminar. Oh, okay. Yeah, and <laughs> I'm laughing. Doctor, Doctor Pamela Curley will be speaking at this event as well. I'm like all over the place. <laughs> Can y'all tell I'm in love with Doctor Pamela Gurley? That's okay. We in love with her too. Uh, <laughs> but the event is called 
cleanse your mind, girl. They ain't got nothing on you. Hey. Oh, I like that. I like that. I'm glad to be a part of that, too. Yes. And girl is spelled G-U-R-L because it's, it's really emphasizing. It's, it's Get girl. yourself together. <laughs> I know. You know what? That's that's the one thing I do love about my, you know, my name, G-U-R-L-E-Y. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Girl. Yeah, like people have in the beginning because my email, one of my emails is girly girl. And okay. you know, G-U-R-L-E-Y, G-Y-R-L. And so people before I they, they saw my name Pamela Gurley after I got married, they just thought to themselves, Oh, that's a unique way to spell girly. Mm-hmm. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, but you know, what a, a a weird way to, you know, find someone whose name matches your personality right. perfectly. Isn't that something? <laughs> right. So I'm divorced, I'm branded under this name. Right. So I've never I've not changed my name. It right. doesn't matter. You I, earned I, it. Oh girl, I did more than hmm. but you know, but no, seriously. <laughs> I, I branded under that name, and so it's kind of hard to just be like, "Oh, let me rebrand under a different one." Because this oh, one no, 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 it. And it people, people remember it. I've had people yeah. call me and say, "Somebody recently said that someone met me at an award ceremony three years ago, and it was the name." Couldn't remember oh. the name. He said that's the name. You just you you don't forget. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, oh, that's kind of sweet. And I was like, you sure it was me? And it sure enough it was me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's a memorable name. And so I don't mind being branded under the name, despite the person that, you know, yeah, I, I had to get it from. But, you know, God. You, you repurposed you repurpose the name. Look, God gives you, you know, a, a purpose and you might not always understand it. But where I stand right now and look at me. Yeah. Refurbished and repurposed. That's right. <laughs> I mean, it, it always, you know, when we were doing the um, the the um, goal um, the goal setting event, the woman God wants me to be was was what it was called. And I remember, you know, a young lady coming up to me and her talking about the struggles that she had. Mm-hmm. And I said to her, what doesn't kill you make you stronger? And so she started singing the song and I laughed and she said, oh, am I supposed to sing that? Because this will be a Christian event. I said, that's why we don't have it in the church, because we want people to be who they are. Right. We don't want you to be phony yeah. when you come to our events. We don't want you to feel like you have to be something different. Yeah. We want you to be who you are with the level of respect. And that's all, you know, we ask for. We, if you feel like you want to sing a song that's not gospel song yeah. to describe who you are, we welcome that. We just want people to be comfortable and feel like they can express themselves. We had some breakthroughs. We had some cries. I mean, it was it was an awesome event. And what I tell when I what I tell women when we have these events I don't want you to feel like you have to be churchy, churchy, because we don't have them in churches for that purpose. We want you to feel like you are who you are. We want you to tell your story. We want you to help you. It's in these situations or circumstances when people have to clam up and act a certain way and be somebody different Mm -hmm. that we don't get to the root of the problem or we we can't help people. And that's what Culture Girl wants to do is help people. Yeah, we was talking about peeling back layers earlier before you came on and what that uh, yeah. what healing really means for different one for, for different people. And you know, uh Louisa said healing for her means freedom. And yeah. I thought that was an amazing, you know, analogy to 
you know, to have, you know, or something that's synonymous to healing. Yes. You know, I, I definitely can, you know, understand the whole peeling back layers and, and healing and uh, growing through your scars and all of that stuff. So mm-hmm. I'm very, very proud of the creation of Culture Pearl. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, everybody gets it when I tell them. I'm going to go. Oh, you know what? So since we're dropping news, this. Oh, my gosh. And oh, my gosh. What? What? And what? And what? Cortina. Cortina. Hi. Hi, Cortina. Oh, my gosh. You know, even though we were kind of wrapping up and still chatting, I'm so glad to see you. Hello. (laughs) And we we have Sharonda on here, Cortina. Sharonda on here. She's still on. Our guest is still on. You look tired, baby. It's been a day. She needs some some hug healing. She needs some healing hugs. I have been... um, I was going to drop some news, though, really quick. So, Uh-oh. Right on time. But yeah, with the cultured pearl, I'm going to just say, you know, since she's changing, she was talking about making changes to the, uh, what was it, the division? The tagline. The tagline for it. And so as a part of that tagline, I also have had an opportunity to read through the email and I will be very honored to accept the position for the president of operations for COVID. Yes. Thank you. I appreciate that. Oh, I love it. I love it. I know this is one more thing added to your numerous plates, but I promise it's not as much as it seems. It's just four a year. Yeah, we talked, and because the the commitment is minimal, but I also believe in what it stands for, and I'm going to always support and advocate for anything 100% that I stand for, so I'm very honored, and since it is minimal requirement from my part, I'm still going to do, you know, be great in that position and that role. And you know, you can always call me anyway if it's if, if other things go on. So yeah, that, the opportunity presents itself, and you know, God has a way of just saying He's speaking to you to say, you know what, this is something that you should do. And so I prayed on it after we spoke yesterday, and I got the email today, and it just yeah. Went. So I'm I'm honored to just on, on while I have you on to accept. Oh, thank you so much. I'm so I'm so excited and I'm so happy because, you know, sometimes you 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 say stuff to people and you feel like, okay, do they honestly know what I'm asking or do they honestly know, you know, anything about it? But I felt good about asking you, um, especially after talking to my girlfriend who is in Memphis. She's not on the board okay? because. I did not ask her because I did not want somebody really, really close to me to be on the board. Mm -hmm. I wanted somebody to be on the board who is not a part of my everyday life. But I am a part of your everyday life because every time you post something or I post something, we always talk online. So, but I wanted someone who wasn't that close to me. Um, We've been friends for about five years now, and I and I met her the strangest way in the world. But I met her at a hotel in Memphis. But I I didn't ask her. But when I talked to her about you, she was like, "Oh yeah, she sounds good for you, especially you." I said, "What do you mean by that?" Because I was telling her, I said, "I want to invite some some people to the board who are going to be honest with me, you know, transparent with me." Because I'm going to be transparent and honest with them. 
I'm going to let them into whatever culture pearl is going through or whatever I see and not afraid to text me, email me and say, you told the board, this is what the plan is. Mm-hmm. Um, do we need to call a meeting? Do we need to, you know, pull your chain or tell you what? And I'm, you know, I am open, honestly, to people t- critiquing me and telling me yes, no, or otherwise. I mean, sometimes I fight back and say, I strongly believe this is what I need to do or culture pearl needs to do, or this is the direction. But I listen to God first and foremost. And he's like, you put these people on your board for a reason. I okayed them. Be quiet and listen. Oh. <laughs> Be still. <laughs> yeah. So no, that's I think that's is super great. And so we're so, so grateful for you coming on. And there'll be more yeah, back. And, you know, if you follow me, I'll be promoting everything that comes out for Culture Pearl because, you know, I'm a part Thank of you. <laughs> I'm a part <laughs> of it. And I think it's important for women and I think it's important to heal. So, Cortina, I'm, you know, you I definitely want to have you involved in some of the conversation because a part of your girlfriend heal brand. I think it would be great because some of the things that you both are doing can lend a hand to one another. Yeah, I, I, most definitely. I'm always looking to partner with um, other nonprofits or other companies just so that we can reach more people as much mm-hmm. as we can. Yeah. Um, we, we did come in contact with another young lady who sent me an email today about um, volunteering at, um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the shelters in D.C., but it's called In Street Village. And they have mm-hmm. multiple um, women homeless shelter under their belt. As a matter of fact, Monday, we're going to take a bunch of toiletries to them and distribute them to their um, things are running differently because of COVID. It's mm-hmm. not the big mm-hmm. production. Like, and I never wanted, I didn't want that honestly anyway. So I'm yeah. kind of glad, but um, what they want you to do is bring all of the donations and to one central location. And these are, I got some of them from some hotels, which I'm, I'm happy to say hotels when they change their brand, they're always willing to donate all of those sample toiletries oh, to whomever. Give it all away, yeah. That's, yeah, so, that's you know. Everybody hear that? You know, so if you have a nonprofit that's out there, connect yourselves with some hotels. Yeah. Yeah. Because help, like when they change their decor or when they change what they use in their bathrooms, they get rid of them. Okay. Well, that's so, you know, that's awesome. So you all connect with the culture pearl and we're going to wrap up our podcast here. Thank you again for stopping by. Sharonda. Of course. Anytime. Thank you so much. Definitely be in touch with you very soon. All right. Thank you, ladies. And you guys have a blessed evening and have a wonderful day. Thank you. You too. All right. Bye bye. Bye bye. Oh, so good, good to see your face, even though you do look so tired. She's so cute. She's so I canceled all my appointments today. Today was a really bad day. So I canceled all my morning appointments this morning <laughs> for patients to see. Oh, my God. It was horrible. Okay. But I was like, let me rest up. Let me do what I can do. <laughs> Well, the good news is that, you know, the, the next one was pushed to next Tuesday. So you're kind of good. 
So. Oh, you're looking good. Yeah. Because <laughs> you look like you need a break and need some rest. So, you know what? But um, we're so glad that you did, you know, make time to stop by and see us. Because we said from the very beginning that we missed you. With, like, oh, no. oh thank you. Without you being here and, you know, just get the rest that you need. So, you know what, Louisa, where can people find you? Um, you can find me on Facebook at the Blue Phoenix and on Instagram at the Blue Phoenix Hills. All right. And Cortina, because you're here, where can people <laughs> find you? Uh, you can find me at the Girlfriend Therapist everywhere on all social media platforms. And what was the drink for today? Because unfortunately, I came in late. And I can't drink anyway because I'm on antibiotics. But what's the what's the drink for the day? What's the mocktail? Uh, the mocktail is the beacon. And that's uh, ginger ale, orange, and pineapple juice. And uh, you can serve that with over ice with orange pineapple slices. And oh, cherry. I got that in the in the kitchen. Okay, we gonna go whip that up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! And this is your the, your girl, the unapologetic diva. You can reach me at I am Dr. P Gurley, all platforms. And of course, for Herspiration Happy Hour. You can reach us on Facebook and Instagram at Herspiration Happy Hour and on Twitter at Herspiration HH. And even though this was a really great show and we, of course, we didn't have the pleasure of having our third member on for the most part to the end. But it's always so great to, you know, to have just just hang out with you ladies for a little while um, out of the day. So you go forth. Have a great one. And of course, like always. Cheers. 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 Cheers.